Welcome to the God is Love and So Are You podcast. I'm your host, Divinefulness Mary. Divinefulness is loving the real you who your higher power created you to be. That is, your divine sacred self. I'm an author and survivor of childhood sexual abuse who has conquered suicidal thoughts and post-traumatic stress. Through my spiritual and creative arts coaching, I help people get unstuck. How? By guiding them as they explore the infinite power of loving their divine sacred self and start pursuing their dream life. Since the most important relationship in our lives is the one we have with ourselves, for about the next year we're focusing on self-love. This week we're working on transforming number one negative beliefs about feeling helpless into positive beliefs about feeling powerful. Next time, we'll start working on self-care. Please listen to podcasts 27 to 31 before you continue listening to this podcast, since each episode builds upon the last one. Otherwise, you'll miss important steps in your spiritual self-love journey. Find transcripts on my website at divinefulnessliving.com podcast. No sign up needed. Send me a message or email your questions to me at mary at divinefulnessliving.com. In podcast 27, our format began a few weeks ago with your self-love guided visualization meditation. Since then, I've been coaching you as you continue on your spiritual self-love journey. After more coaching, we'll go on to your next self-love guided visualization meditation, followed by more coaching. We'll keep repeating this pattern until we're done. For today's episode, you'll need to have your number one helpless negative belief so you can turn it into your number one powerful positive belief. If you haven't figured out your number one helpless negative belief, Please go back to podcast 28, where I gave you the steps to do this. In podcast 29, I gave you a template so you could create a draft of a contract between you, your divine sacred self, and your child self. Please finish creating your contract before you continue listening to this podcast. You'll find a link to the contract template in the description for podcast 29. Before we begin, I want to remind you about the importance of developing your spiritual awareness and deepening a relationship with your higher power. God, my higher power, led me from suicidal thoughts to finding and loving my divine sacred self, as well as conquering post-traumatic stress. Remember, you are never alone. While the people in your life who love and support you can't be there for you every moment of the day, your higher power is always there beside you. Your higher power knows you better than you know yourself, and their love, comfort, and guidance are always just a whisper away. I'm adding one more thing to my list of suggestions for spending more time with your higher power. Reflect on one or more times when you felt like you were touched by your higher power, like when you thought about a loved one right before they called you. Then, write or record audio with the details so you can read or listen to it later whenever you want. Consider keeping a journal where you can release all your worries. Talk to your higher power. Remind yourself of your hopes and dreams and just be yourself. Here's a reminder about my list of suggestions for spending more time with your higher power. They include a daily mantra or prayer, a meditation like my five-minute centering prayer practice for all faiths in podcast 17, and my short customized empowering poem, My Divine Sacred Self, also found in podcast 17. You can sing along with your go-to song that makes you feel like anything's possible, which is actually a form of meditation. In podcast 29, I found a video that teaches you three healing drumming rhythms, relaxation, power, and dancing rhythms. In the video, they use drums, but they said you can use anything you have as a drum and join them. You'll find that YouTube video link in the description for podcast 29. Last week, I suggested keeping an image of your higher power at home and with you in your purse or wallet, as well as on your phone and other devices. 
If your higher power is love, your image could be a mother bird feeding her babies, or whatever love means to you. To continue developing your spiritual awareness and deepening a relationship with your higher power, I also suggested marking your calendar every two to three months. On those dates, consider exploring non-traditional and traditional spiritual practices that might interest you. Remember, we're hardwired to live our life on autopilot. That's why we need to be more conscious of our feelings, thoughts, and actions. Otherwise, nothing will ever change. That's why we need to develop and deepen our relationship with ourselves, our higher power, and our divine sacred self so they can help us create and sustain new perspectives and habits for our personal development. Remember, your divine sacred self isn't broken, so it doesn't need to be fixed. Your divine sacred self is the real you, who your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self doesn't shame you, blame you, or tell you what you should do or listen to others who try to do any of that to you. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to live in a state of being the beautiful spirit your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to show up as the real you and share its infinite power that is ready for you to embrace. Pursuing your dream life won't be easy. There will be days when you want to give up, days when things aren't going so well, and unsupportive loved ones are pressuring you to settle for life that makes you unhappy. Don't settle. That's spiritual suicide. That's why it's important to keep in mind what you want and start revolving the rest of your life around that. There's nothing wrong with knowing what you want and setting goals to get it. It's not selfish. Your higher power loves you more than you can possibly begin to imagine. Yes, we're all called to be loving in our discernment about our actions toward others, but we're also called to be loving in our discernment about our actions toward ourselves. Your higher power wants you to be happy and to be the best you can be. That's how much they love you. Your higher power wants you to love your divine sacred self so you can find and embrace your passion and talents they've given you. Your higher power wants you to live a balanced and joyful life. Your higher power is calling you to start transforming your mind by transforming your number one helpless negative belief into your number one powerful positive belief we'll be working on today. Your higher power knows you can and deep down inside you know you can too. Take it one day at a time and praise yourself every day, all day long for all your efforts. You might want to journal about it and or make a list of everything you've done each day so you can visually see all your efforts. If you choose to do this, be sure to include each action because nothing's too small since every action propels you forward. Remember, we're no different than the apostles. When Jesus told them he would have to suffer and die before being raised from the dead, the apostles talked about how much they believed in him. But when the authorities came to arrest Jesus, they were afraid. They felt helpless. And they all ran away, every one of them. In today's Bible verse, listen to how Jesus calmly tells the apostles he knows this will happen and that it doesn't matter because Jesus knows that God's love will return to empower them in the form of the Holy Spirit. Then they'll realize that Jesus' death really wasn't the end. It was a transformation that led the disciples to embrace the power of their divine sacred self, the real men God created them to be, men who used to feel helpless, men who still feel the fear, but find the courage to do what they're called to do anyway. Now listen to Jesus in his own words as he tells the apostles, Behold, the hour is coming and has arrived 
when each of you will be scattered to his own home, and you will leave me alone. But I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you this so that you might have peace in me. In the world you will have trouble, but take courage, because I have conquered the world. That's from the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verses 32 and 33. Here, Jesus is telling us that he knows we'll be afraid, we'll have doubts. He also knows there will be times when we turn our back on him, but that's okay. We're not called to be perfect. We're called to love God who is perfect. Even though we're all children of God, he understands it's hard to be in the world and not be of the world. Hold on to God's love and never let go. Reflect on his love and let his love for you help you find your courage to start loving your divine sacred self that is the real you, your higher power created you to be. When you start doing this, your helplessness will begin to melt away. Your higher power's love will help you feel empowered, feel the fear, and find the courage to live the dream life that you've always wanted and deserve. Like I said earlier, living your dream life is about doing the will of God, which ties directly into your life choices. Our life choices are based on our passion and talents given to us by our higher power. Your higher power wants you to be happy and to be the best you can be. That's how much they love you. They want you to live a balanced and joyful life. In this next short psalm, listen to King David's personal and passionate reflections about God's love. You formed my inmost being. You knit me in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My very self you know. My bones are not hidden from you. When I was being made in secret, fashioned in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw me unformed. How precious to me are your designs, O God! How fast the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the sands when I complete them. Still, you are with me. That's from the book of Psalms, chapter 139, verses 13 to 18. Whatever challenges you're going through that's making you feel helpless, know there's always hope and know that it won't always be like this. It doesn't have to always be like this. Whatever hardship you're going through, whether you lost your job, you're struggling with a demanding job, the illness or death of a loved one, other tragedies or multiple tragedies, know that your higher power loves you and people you don't even know are praying for you, praying for your peace, your joy, your healing. Open your arms right now. Reach out, embrace the love we're all sending you, and pull it into your heart. Whether you feel stuck, overwhelmed, or trapped, talk to your higher power out loud, whisper, or speak to him in the silence of your heart. He loves you. You have a spiritual DNA. You're his kid, so he wants to console you, guide you, and inspire you to explore your divine, sacred self and be happy. He wants you to celebrate every small victory along the way, which you might not see as a big deal, but he knows how hard it is and how hard you're trying to. Embrace God's pure love. Hold on to it and never let go. That's what I did, and it saved me from committing suicide. Today, his love comforts, guides, and empowers me in so many ways. While I struggled with suicidal thoughts, I learned that when I had post-traumatic stress and bad memories started flooding back, I could call out to God, my higher power, for help or speak to him in the silence of my heart. When I didn't even have the strength to do that, my pain became my prayer, my call for help. Of course, I learned coping skills and therapy, but to me, the most important thing was remembering 
that I was not alone. Remember, it doesn't always have to be like this. You can continue your healing journey with your higher power's help. And don't let it start making you deaf, blind, and mute to your divine sacred self's power to also help you heal. Through God's compassion, patience, and love, I learned about my healing destiny, which is your destiny too. When I began to love my divine sacred self, that is the real me who my higher power created me to be, by the grace of God, that love was the light that lit my healing path. If you can't believe that right now, let me hold that belief for you. When you're ready to take it on, it'll be right here. I'll keep it next to my divine sacred self in the deepest depths of my spirit. Before you begin the exercises I'm about to give you, I suggest you create the most loving environment possible. Have a photo of a supportive loved one close by to comfort you. Put on your favorite music playlist. Cuddle with your pet if you have one, or touch something that comforts you, like something from a living or deceased loved one. Treat yourself to your favorite beverage, healthy snack, and maybe bring out some incense or scented candle. Now, before you turn your number one helpless negative belief into your number one powerful positive belief, pull out that five-step exercise I gave you a few weeks ago. It's the one with your top three memories and strengths. Read it all out loud before we move on. Doing this will remind you how awesome you are, and I hope and pray will give you a fresh perspective on challenging days. Pause this audio until you're ready to continue. I didn't realize that I struggled with feeling helpless when I started having suicidal thoughts almost 20 years ago because I was struggling moment by moment with post-traumatic stress. I'm so grateful God helped me face this and overcome it. Feeling helpless makes you feel like there's no hope. But that's so wrong. There's always hope because God's always with us. Don't ever forget that your higher power is always with you, waiting for you to call on them for their love, encouragement, and guidance. Call out or speak to them in the silence of your heart. When you can't find the words, let your pain be your prayer, and they'll know exactly what you need. Now I'll go over a few general variations of feeling helpless with suggestions for wording your new powerful positive belief. Feel free to rewrite your new number one positive belief as you see fit. I'll start off with three sample helpless beliefs and transform them into powerful positive beliefs. Let's begin. One, I'm not good enough. Transform this into a positive belief by saying, I reject the old negative belief. Everyone who instilled that belief in me can have it back. Say this as you gesture or imagine yourself gesture, pulling it out of you and throwing it out a window or into the garbage. Then smile and say to yourself, I am good enough because I am a child of God created in his image. God loved me into life. He made me lovable. He made me more than enough. God the Father and Jesus love me for who I am right now. Jesus said, it was not you who chose me, but I who chose you. I accept his unconditional love. I'll hold on to it and I will never let go. By the way, that Bible verse was from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 16. Two, I'm weak or powerless. Transform this into a positive belief by saying, I reject the old negative belief. Everyone who instilled that belief in me could have it back. Again, as you say this gesture or imagine yourself gesturing, pulling the negative belief out of you and throwing it out a window or in the garbage. Then smile and say to yourself, I am powerful and resourceful. 
Like Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verse 13. 3. I'm a failure or I'm incompetent. Transform this into a positive belief by saying, I reject the old negative belief. Everyone who instilled that belief in me can have it back. Again, as you say this gesture or imagine yourself gesture, pulling the negative belief out of you and throwing it out a window or in the garbage. Then smile and say to yourself, past failures don't define me. They make me smarter. They make me more courageous for next time. Like Jesus said, in the world you have trouble, but take courage. I have conquered the world. It's from the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33. Like I keep saying, I believe it's important to find one or more inspirational symbols of your new number one positive belief. It can be an image, photo, song, or anything else that excites and inspires you about your new number one positive belief. It's a different way of visualizing your new number one positive belief. It can be incredibly powerful. Be sure to always keep a version of it with you for your encouragement, knowing that even in the tiniest action you take, including carrying it with you, brings you one step closer to living it. Like I said in podcast 30 and 31, if you would like to create your own graphics, you can use Canva for free and find photos there for free too. Canva is spelled C-A and as a Nancy, V as in Victor A. Another website where you can find free photos is unsplash.com. When you're writing your own text for your graphic, I recommend using thesaurus.com to find synonyms that you're searching for. While you can keep your inspirational symbol of symbols on your phone, tablet, or other devices, I encourage you to print out copies and put it everywhere in your home that you go to on a daily basis, like your bathroom mirror, bedroom, and refrigerator door. Since we all learn by repetition, it's important to use your inspirational symbols as much as possible, which brings me to more suggestions for you. Like I keep saying, to begin integrating your new number one positive belief into your life, consider getting a copy of a transcript for this podcast episode and highlight one of the following suggestions to start out with. Keep it handy with ideas for each time you're ready to add another positive affirmation practice. Why am I saying this? Because I'm going to give you a lot of ideas which may seem overwhelming, and I want you to know that I don't expect you to start doing any of them or all of them right away. They're suggestions which might spark ideas for doing something else that works for you. Before, during, or after meals, express gratitude and say your number one positive belief is an affirmation 10 times out loud in front of a mirror or to yourself if you're out in public. I have a couple of affirmations I say repeatedly when I wash my hands. You can also say them during downtimes, like when you're waiting in line or holding on the phone for someone. Don't get caught up with how many times a day you say your affirmations. You can start out just by saying them around breakfast time every day. After about a couple weeks, it'll become automatic, but you'll need to be diligent for a while before your habit actually becomes a part of you. Next, maybe add doing it around lunchtime. After several more weeks, you might want to add dinner time or bedtime affirmations. Like I said in podcast 30 and 31, I also suggest you create I Am Awesome cards. I recommend using 3x5 index cards you can put in your purse or wallet, as well as putting them on your phone, tablet, and other devices. Basically, it's a list of good qualities and nice things about you. I'll give you some new examples. I am awesome because I sometimes add funny words and sounds to songs that make people laugh. I am awesome because I love sharing someone else's good news. 
I am awesome because I love meditating on nature. I am awesome because God created me that way, and he created you that way, too. I suggest keeping a running list you can add to it whenever you notice something nice about you. Never put yourself down for any reason. We're all imperfect because we're all human. When you miss saying your affirmations or doing another positive practice or anything else, ask yourself, how can you do better next time? That is, what can you do to make it easier for you? Maybe ask a friend to encourage and support you. Find what works for you. Brag to close friends and praise yourself for all your efforts because taking action is an act of courage. There's always room for improvement, so don't berate yourself. When you reflect on what you've done, say, Mary, you did a good job. Tweak a few things next time and you'll do even better. Here's a new calming suggestion. You might enjoy walking meditation with friends, by yourself, or even on Zoom. You can try rocking around your home while you repeat your mantra, prayer, or favorite poem. You can create an audio so you can also can do this when you walk your dog outside or take a walk in your backyard. Like I said before, try singing your affirmations. Find more inspiring songs like your go-to song. Create a playlist of them and start singing your heart out. I also suggested finding an exercise that you enjoy. Exercising helps you relieve stress and releases three kinds of feel-good hormones depending on the type of exercise you do. Listen to Podcast 31 for more details. Relaxing is just as important as exercise. As often as possible, please take regular work breaks. Relaxing includes doing something fun like calling a friend, dancing to your favorite song, or enjoying your view of nature outside your window. Or somewhere online. Remember, if you have a hard time starting or continuing your new number one positive belief or other exercises, don't beat yourself up. Take a break and come back to it later the next day. Like I keep saying, if you get stuck, like your divine sacred self, be compassionate. It happens to all of us. First, calm yourself down. You can start by using a calming technique like breathing deeply five times for a count of three. Again, here's a calming technique I created. It's called the triple S. It stands for slippers, stretch, and senses. Pretend you're on the phone and you're looking at your feet as you answer my question. When you buy slippers, do you buy women's or men's, small, medium, large, or extra large? Then imagine you're wearing your favorite comfy slippers right now and stretch and relax your feet as you stretch and relax your arms. Next, since you have two eyes, tell me two things you see. Since you have two ears, tell me two things you hear. Now tell me one thing you smell or would like to smell. Then tell me one thing you taste or would like to taste. Lastly, tell yourself, I'm safe here, no one can hurt me, I'm safe in the present moment, and tickle yourself or whistle. You can check out other calming techniques in Podcast 17. Once you're calm, like a compassionate and non-judgmental friend, or your divine sacred self, ask yourself the following four questions and write down the answers. One, how are you feeling? Two, what are you thinking? Three, what's the challenge? And four, what's the smallest step you can take now that will keep you moving forward? It can be anything. Taking any action is an accomplishment and propels you forward.
Take your time with the exercises and please be gentle with yourself. If you want to hear more about how much God loves you, listen to podcast 23 that's filled with my morning love meditations and podcast 24 where you can find my evening love meditations. Let me know how it's going and message or email me with your questions at mary at divinefulnessliving.com. See the show notes from my email address. Will you dare to be the real you and live the life that you deserve? Long live the adventure! Please take a moment today to remember how your higher powers lifted you up over the years and consider deepening your relationship with them. And remember to take care of their precious gift, you. Thank you for listening to the God is Love and So Are You podcast. Join me next Sunday for more about your higher power's passionate love for you. Remember, before we move on to the next self-love guided visualization meditation, we'll have more coaching to guide you on your spiritual self-love journey. Next week, we'll start talking about self-care. Do you know anyone who's stuck in a rut and could use some love, guidance, and support so they can start pursuing their dream life? Through my spiritual and creative arts coaching, I help people get unstuck by guiding them to explore the power of loving their divine sacred self that is the real men and women their higher power created them to be and start pursuing their dream life. Remember, I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse who conquered post-traumatic stress. Send me a message or email me at mary at with questions. You'll also find my email address in the show notes.